Hey, my friends, welcome back to Moonshot Entrepreneur to another episode today. I hope you're enjoying your summer. I sure am. We just came back from a fabulous two weeks break. It was sort of hectic because we had to board a plane, we had to go there. There were different things, meeting relatives and, and friends and so forth. So it was a bit hectic, but there was also a lot of fun and a time to break at the beach. So I really enjoyed it so, so much, except for one thing, my friends. We had to board a plane um, full of crying children, and it was just, you know, constantly for some six hours. So you can imagine that that wasn't really helpful um, to find rest, but we are back now. I'm okay. Everything is fine. And I'm really looking forward to do this episode for you. It's about financial stability. So if you are craving financial stability, um, we will speak today about what it is and how to get on the right track to your personal financial freedom. So stay tuned. Hey friends, welcome to Moonshot Entrepreneur. This is the place where we partner with God to build His custom design calling for our life. In this podcast, you'll get laser focused on aligning your life with God and you will learn the strategies to implement true change. Along with that, you will also learn to create the time and income for the amazing dreams God has for you. Sounds like a moonshot? Well, Set your expectations high, because when we dare to partner with God, anything is possible. I promise you that we're going to have a ton of fun on this journey together. So grab your notebook and pen and pursue with me your God-led life transformation. Let's go. All right, my friends. Okay, so to be honest, summer is an awesome time, right? You can enjoy um, the days, the days are longer, you can enjoy time with your family, you can barbecue. So it's for me, it's really an ideal time and there are so many things you can do. You can go for a bike ride, you can go hiking, swimming or camping are great options. So there are just so many endless things you can do um, compared to winter. And so the summer is is really a great time to rejuvenate, to connect with the family. And it's also great, you know, to um, have a couple of weeks where things are sort of getting a bit laid back at work. Um, Most people are away on vacation. And so there's not a lot of work pressure at the moment. But I know that things will pick up again in just a few days. So I'm enjoying my last final days of peaceful summer, I guess. Um, And maybe you are also in the same space. And as I just mentioned before, we were away uh, for two weeks on vacation. We had to take two planes. We went to a far off country. And that is just, you know, the experience of being really physically away is so awesome. So I really hope that you also get a few days off and that you're just enjoying your time and your life um, together with your family and friends and and just um, enjoying whatever God has given you in this season. Um, What I really want to speak to 
you today about is financial stability. And why do I even come up with this during vacation time? Well, it's simple. Maybe if you have boarded a plane, you know, you stand in line. And if you're like me, you're standing in line um, for uh, economy class. And suddenly they announce that it's time for the first class people to board the plane and then the business class people to board the plane and then everyone else. And then you get in almost at last. And there might be sometimes uh, the situation where you think, well, I wished that I had more money. I wished I had more financial stability. Or maybe there are other things you would like to afford and you are not able to afford it. Um, you see a, a really fast car passing by. You see beautiful houses. Or you just wish to be able to do more of the vacation thing, but you look into your bank account and you discover that there is no money left. So there can be various triggers for us to sometimes really crave financial stability. And today I really want to investigate with you what the mindset is we have about financial stability, what it is, what are the thoughts and beliefs we hold around it. And then I, I really want to see whether this mindset set aligns with what God teaches us, whether we need to shift it a little bit. And in the end, we'll look how to get to the right track, on the right track to financial freedom, if we really want to go there. And so um, I'm sure that this is going to be really an interesting episode for you. Now, along the way, if you feel that you really need some help to get things in order in your life, to find um, financial stability, to find um, more ways to generate money or sustainable ways to generate money and time in your life, do not hesitate to reach out to me. You know that I am a coach, that I coach also on financial freedom. So if you have any questions in that space and would like me to look uh, to take a look at your personal situation, do not hesitate to reach out to me. You can reach out to me um, to my email address, support at moonshotentrepreneur.com. You will find the email address below in the description. So do not wait around. Just shoot me your questions and we'll figure out the rest of the thing. Or if you just have a question in general about coaching, do not hesitate to reach out to me. Okay, so now the very first step of reaching financial freedom is to investigate our mindset around financial stability. Um, I really truly believe that it is important to understand what are our beliefs we hold around financial stability and how come we think that we want financial stability. And as I mentioned in the introduction a little bit, there can be different reasons, you know. Maybe you have some money um, which you can really um, go on vacation with and do different things, but you still feel that you really want to have financial stability and that you want to give to your family the financial stability you never had. So that would mean that actually that need or urge for financial stability comes from some kind of lack you experienced in your childhood. Maybe it's not something in your childhood, maybe you had some other experience also, which triggers that feeling of wanting financial stability. Maybe you had a phase in your life where you lost your job, or 
where there wasn't just enough money because one of uh, you and your spouse wasn't working or maybe in your adulthood as you transitioned um, to stand on your own feet, you, you made some wrong decisions, you got into debt and so you are just paying off that that debt and feel that you are always obliged to do that and that you really do not have money um, disposable for the things you would like to do. So there can be different things which really are the, the ground or let's say the trigger point of us wanting to have financial stability. And I really believe that it's important to understand where this need of financial um, stability arises from your heart. So investigate for a moment what your story is. What is your story around financial stability? Why do you want financial stability? Just take a moment and write that down for yourself on a piece of paper um, and, and try to find out what makes, makes you think that you really need to have more money. And if you need to, you can, of course, pause me for a moment and just take a moment to write um, your story down, your story around financial stability. And once you have written down that story, I want you to do the following. Write next to the story you have written the following words. This is the past. Okay? Just write the words, this is the past. Whatever your story is, is the past. It's not the present. It's not the future. It's the past. And I totally get it that it can be scary sometimes. There are tough situations where we really need money. We haven't had it. For example, when someone was in hospital, you had to come up with, with, um, with financial funds for an operation, but you couldn't or you, you really wanted to go to college, but you couldn't. There are so many things which are so sad, and I totally get it. But just remember that that is the past. It doesn't define your present, and it certainly doesn't define your future. The only person who defines what happens in your present and in your future is God. And he also defined what happens in your past. But just look back and remember that God has seen you through the situation, whatever it was. He was with you, he walked with you, and he is still loving you and still holding your hands above your, um, your head, above your family's head. He's holding you tight. And I totally get that there are sometimes scary situations, even now. Even now, you might be needing really money to put food on the table for, for different things, but trust him. Trust him now and know that he is reliable and that he is faithful. Now I want you to write down on the second line or the, the paragraph next to what you've written already down, the reasons why you want financial stability. What is it that you want to afford? What is it that um, you are scared of maybe? Are you scared, for example, to lose your house? Are you um, just scared that you cannot send your your child or, or give the education your child would want and need or um, what is it what is it you need money for just just write that down 
And as before, just pause me if you need to. Once you have written that down, um, I want you to ponder this question. Will a ton of money solve the things you just listed out um, in the second question? Will a ton of money solve the problems you just listed out um, or cover you for the things you just thought about? Will it be helpful? And most probably, it will be helpful. Yes, money is helpful. It's a helpful tool. Um, but this tool can also create new problems um, like is working hard the only way to create money? What do I have to give in order to create that amount of money? And so there are a whole lot of questions around that. So just take a moment and look at this question. Will a ton of money solve all your problems? And if so, how will it solve problems? And what new problems will it create? Okay, so... Once you've written these things down, chances are that you would have come to the following answer. Yes, money is a helpful tool. And yes, it will help in a lot of situations. But at the end of the day, it might also um, create some tough uh, challenges and problems which you really have to take care of. So here's my final question for you to investigate your mindset. Who is responsible for your stability? Who is it? Who is responsible that you have a stable life? Who is responsible for that? Is it you? Is it your family? Is it money? Or is it God? And here is the Bible verse I want you to consider. Read Matthew chapter 6, verse 26. Jesus is speaking here and he's saying, Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? So, why is Jesus even saying this? Jesus is saying this because financial stability and the craving for it is not a new thing. 2,000 years ago, people were already worrying about things like money, about things like investing, about things like saving up. And this is what Jesus is saying. Birds do not sow, they do not reap, and they do not store away in barns. Okay? And yet, your heavenly Father feeds them. So God is taking care of the little birds. And Jesus is saying to us that we are more valuable than birds. So should we believe him? I would say yes, we should believe him. He, his promises are true. Jesus doesn't lie. His word stands against the world. Everything will fade away. But his word will never fade away. And so he says in his word, that we are more valuable than birds. So I'm telling you today, um, this is really a promise for you and me, especially when we crave financial stability, that He will take care of our needs. He will take care of us. And if at some point we have the wrong kind of mindset towards financial stability, we should really repent and pray and ask for forgiveness right now. And Let's ask God to shift the thought in our heart 
that we do not crave financial stability, but that we crave Him and that we acknowledge that He is our stability and that we ask Him to give us the stability we need, be it financially, be it spiritually, be it in any other way. Ask Him to give it to you and He will provide. Okay, so let's work with the Holy Spirit to come up with a plan to the path to of financial stability. This is step two. Let's correct our mindset and let's truly go to God and find the freedom we need. Because to be honest, as I mentioned before, money is just a tool. And this tool is helpful to do certain things, but it's not helpful for everything. It's just like a hammer. You can use the, a hammer to, you know, uh, hammer nails, but it isn't useful for every little problem you have in your life. So just remember that around money. And remember that financial freedom is just part of the big freedom you have in God. Galatians chapter 5 verse 1 says that we have freedom in Christ. Let me read that verse to you. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. And the context of this word of this verse is slightly different. Of course, this is not just speaking about money, it's speaking in a greater context about spiritual freedom that we do not have to do certain things to please God. But we can also apply it to this situation because in a way, you know, craving um, money, craving financial stability is a form of idol worship. It's like, you know, putting money on a place, on a, on a high uh, stage and, and, and really giving our everything to get there. But here's the thing. God wants to us to give ourselves, to give our everything to him, and he will add everything else to us. So for us to um, work for money can be helpful. And of course, we are to take care of ourselves and our family and of, of those who are struggling. But always remember that we are free in Christ. Money is not the end goal. And so this is the most important step you have to take to get on the right track to financial freedom, because otherwise you will just kill yourself with work and work and work and more work and more investments and get into all kinds of schemes because you think that these will give you the things that the thing you crave, which is financial stability. But in reality, you just need freedom. You just need the freedom to do the things you need to do. You need the money to do that, but God will provide that along the way. But the first step is to put you on the right tack to financial freedom is to remember that God is your stability. He has given you freedom and you do not have to go into slavery to get money. You do not have to go into or to burden yourself with all kinds of thoughts and worries because you are free in Christ. This is the most important step to financial freedom. Now, once you've arrived here, you might wonder, okay, well, now we have investigated our mindset, we've corrected it, but really how to get to financial freedom. Now, financial freedom 
is not might not be the thing you think financial freedom is. Financial freedom doesn't mean that you have to make a lot of money. It doesn't mean that you have you become the next billionaire or that you are ranked number one in the world in terms of money. Financial freedom means that you have the finances you need for the things you need, and that's it. But that you also have the freedom to really just lay back and enjoy your life once you have the things you need, right? So I want you to remember to get to financial freedom, um, three things, three simple things. First of all, there is no easy way to come up with more money. There are so many things out there that are pe- uh, leading people astray. You know, Bitcoin investments, um, shady passive income opportunities, uh, people who tell you during uh, YouTube ads that they do drop shipping or that they are doing stock trading on apps and that it's really easy. Well, let me tell you something. There is no easy way. And I think the biggest proof of that there is no easy way to make easy money is to really take a hard look at the top 10 list of the richest people in the world. Nobody in there has had an easy ride, right? And one of the people I really follow and like is Warren Buffett. Now, he is a guy who was not born rich, but he's rather also a a nerdy guy who invested a lot of time in reading books, who invested himself in himself, who invested so much time to study and to become a pro in in investing. And so... This is something I I really want to leave you with, that we need to invest time to become a pro in whatever thing we choose and pick. And let me just tell you one thing. There is not just the one magical thing you can do to make money. The easiest thing you can do to make money is go get a job, right? But there are also some downsides here. If you go get a job, that's great and wonderful. But there is also a limit on the amount of money you can make. I mean, you only have 24 hours per day. Um, You need to sleep. You, You need to take care of your health. So how much money can you make in the end? Yes, you can get a better job, but there is a limit. There is a lid on that um, thing. And I want you to remember that. And Warren Buffett said this once, if you don't find a way to make money while you sleep, you will work until you die. So someone who got really rich um, is saying that, you know, there is a limit as to how rich you can get while working. And nobody wants to work until they die. Yes, work is great. And of course, we want to contribute to the community until we die. It's not that we want to just sit in a in a little house and just enjoy our lives and not to have to do with anybody else, not contributing to the community around us. But we are speaking here about formal work, going to the workplace. And as good as it is, it can only get you... Um, to to a certain limit, to a certain limit of money. And if you really want to have a life where you are laid back, where you are able to enjoy the time given to you, whatever time God has blessed you with, you really need to have to find a way where work doesn't become the only thing in your life, where work isn't the one, number one thing, eating all your time, eating all your energy, eating all your joy, because at the end of the day, um, 
We are also called, you know, to love people, to love God, to enjoy life, to point people towards God. And if we are just miserable and working all the time and angry, how are people ever going to believe that it's great to be a Christian? Have you ever thought about that? So I really want to leave you with one tactical thing um, so that this episode doesn't just you know, end up being a philosophical discussion around money. So I want you to take the first step to your personal path to financial freedom. First of all, I want you to take another piece of paper and to write down the following. My past, my present, and my future are in the hands of God. He is my stability. And once you've written down this sentence, I want you to pray about it. I want you to really believe it and to give everything you are going to write and everything you are, your past, present, and future to God. And as a second step, I want you to brainstorm five different ways for you to make money today. And one way, of course, is having a job. But what are four other ways You can make money. Um, Perhaps it's investing in the stock market or it's by selling your old car or it's by um, writing a book. It could be that you are selling, making craft and selling it on Etsy. I don't care. Just, Just write down five different ways, five income streams for you, which fit you and which you like, okay? Not just something because I'm telling you, if, I, if I'm telling you, yeah, investing in the stock market and you can care less about it, do not write it on your paper, okay? Just only mention the things you really would like to do and would like to give a try. And once you've listed these five things down, I want you to pick one, okay, pick one of these things, one of the items you've written down and break it down um, how you would like to get there. And remember, there is no easy way. If you have written that you want to invest in the stock, stock market and you have no clue about it, I want you to write down how you'd get there. What will you do? Will you read a couple of books Um, Will you get some advice from a financial advisor or from a financial coach? Um, Will you attend a course? Um, Or maybe you've written down real estate investment. And here again, how will you get there? And whom can you trust? What are some trustworthy resources? Maybe you don't know it at the moment. And so one step to getting there would be to research trustworthy resources to give you the information to be successful at that thing. And, you know, the first step is just getting to know the things you want to do and trying to do it and then implementing it. It's taking the leap. It's about taking action. So I want you today to really pick one of the things you've listed out to break it down And once you've done that, I want you to pray about it and to commit it to God and to say, yes, I make the commitment 
to stick at least for 90 days with the thing I have picked. I will invest the time for 90 days to look at this thing to just find out whether it will work out. And if it doesn't, I will not pursue it. But let me find that out. Let me pray about it and let the Holy Spirit guide me. I want you to do that and make that commitment today. And if you do, I'm sure that you are set on the right path to financial freedom. My friends, I pray that the Lord blesses your heart, that he will guide you and that you will always see him as your financial stability and that you'll just rest in him and that you will find the space to enjoy him, to enjoy the blessings he has given you and to share whatever blessings you are given by him. So I pray this episode blessed you and I look forward to hearing from you how this went down for you. And Just remember one thing, if you need some help, some financial coaching, um, you know that I coach in that space. Do not hesitate to reach out to me. Support at moonshotentrepreneur.com is the email address. Um, You will find the address below in the link, as I said before. And you can just reach out to me to get more information. Do not wait around and waste your time just reach out and let's get started to the path of financial freedom. I can't wait for it. And I hope that you have a wonderful week. Stay wrapped up in Christ's love. Until next time. Real quick before you go, if this podcast blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving me a written review for the show over on Apple Podcast. I seriously am lit up every time I hear from you guys. So if this show has impacted your life in some way, just let me know about it. And here's the second thing you can do. Take a screenshot of this episode or of your review and go share it over on Facebook and tag me. God bless as you dare to make the change.